The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everybody. This is Shirley Jew. I am super excited to be introducing you to my new podcast, Shirley's Temple. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. It gives you the resources and tools you need to record, edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It distributes to all major platforms, including Spotify, Apple, you name it. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right. Welcome to Shirley's Temple. Shout out to Caffeine. Make sure you click the star for notifications. I'm so excited to be sitting here with the one and only, the legend, Streetball icon, professional ankle breaker, the professor. Give it up, give it up, give it up. Hey, I'm going to need y'all to humble. all clap. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Hey, humble. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for coming. Hey, I, I feel honored to be here. Like no. I said, every picture I see, you with the icon. So that, like, you know, like, but you guys, it's full circle because he's an icon too. <laughs> like really, I really do like your humility. Like, you know? Thanks so much. It's beautiful. Aww. But man, I don't even know where to start. Well, first of all, you're from Kaiser, Oregon. Well, wait, no, first. I have a gift. I'm sorry. This oh, is a gift got? from Gasco. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, you know when you come on Shirley Temple, you get gifts. Got that gas. Right? <laughs> um, but yeah, I want just from the beginning, um, like we were talking about how I was watching your No Jumper interview. Shout out to Adam. Yeah, shout out to Adam for sure. Um, was that on Halloween? It was like a couple days before Halloween, but they had like their office Halloween oh. day or something like that. And yeah. you had just released the video of you dressed up as the Joker. That was the irony, is it? I yeah. That morning, I had uploaded a video where I had went on a date with a girl, and then we went to a coffee Wait, shop. Wait, it wasn't basketball. No, it was. It oh, was. We oh. started started out. It's like a hybrid video. I try to do videos that are like half lifestyle, half basketball. Okay, so okay. we had went on a date, and then we had went to like a costume shop, and we got costume because I was like, we're gonna do a cosplay video because that's what my audience wants. Right, most. right, right, right. So right, it just right. happened to be the Joker and Harley Quinn. I love Harley Quinn. Yeah. So I upload it, and then like two hours later. Me and my homie Rob pull up to No Jumper, and he had the same outfit on. I was like, oh, it's crazy. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Yo, on a sign. Right. I was going to say, are you spiritual at all? Because, you know, I'm more and more believing, like, Mm -hmm. yo, the universe is really doing its thing. Like, Yeah. Well, I'm Christian. I I don't think there's such thing as coincidence. Really? No, I don't. I think, like, something like that, maybe a lot of times, like, an affirmation that things are going the way they're, you know, that God will want you. Right. So, yeah. Wow. I went to a private Christian high school my whole life. Oh, really? Yeah. Did, did you go to? 
No, actually, I went to public school, and then my senior year, uh, my parents put me in a Christian private school. But okay. it was for – they're not Christian, though. It was just for a better opportunity for basketball. Oh, I was okay. trying to play college ball, and I wasn't right. getting no, no love for my coaches because I was, like, real small. I looked like I was 12 I was, years old. <laughs> so, But I was a beast, though. But, like, right. uh, I lacked on the defensive end, so coaches were scared to give me an opportunity. Wow. So my parents put me in this, like, private Christian school. Your senior year. For an opportunity. Yeah, and it was a great – I wish I would have went to that high school, like, my whole, whole t- my whole run, but I was – you know, it's different coming from a big school with right, like 5,000 right. kids. And then right. this, there was only 300 kids in the entire school. My graduating class, like 50 kids. Dang. So going there, it was a big transition. I didn't like it. But then after the basketball season, after the school year, I was like, oh, man, I should win here. So my brother ended up going there his whole Oh, okay, tight, run. tight. What? So I know how that is, though. Small school. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Dang, were you a superstar then? Did you kill it on the? I did. I killed it my senior year. Okay. But yeah, up and, and up until then, I would do good, but. I didn't get a ch- I got cut from the varsity team as a junior. Wow. And so that was, like, heartbreaking because my whole identity was basketball. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. all I did was play ball, and that's all people knew me for. It's like, oh, he just – he was – I was cool only because I played ball. But, like, other than that, I was kind of like a nerd because right. I, I didn't hang out with nobody. I didn't go to parties, no girlfriends. Right, right. No nothing. So that was my identity. You're just the basketball guy. Yeah, you know I just mean? got a flashback of you dressed up as a nerd hoopie. Oh, you know what's funny about that? I tell people, I was like, this video is organic. I was like, right. I, I am nerd basketball. Dang. Like, like, my story is so paralleling to nerd <laughs> that it's awesome. And, I, and I, I actually started that trend online. Oh, wow. A lot of people don't know this. I started it. It was like a Vine video. Right. You know, back in Instagram, had the six, they had like 15-second videos. Vine had six. Yeah. So I came out with a video. I dropped a short one on Vine and one on IG. And then a kid, he actually made it. I can't remember his his. YouTube's name's like DC Heat or something. Okay. He made a YouTube version. He got like 60 million views. But he took that concept, and I was like, man, why didn't I bring this to YouTube? So a bunch of people did it, and I was kind of late on that trend, but I was like, screw it. I, I started this. I right, do it. right. <laughs> so now I made like four of them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> man, but just go back to, going back to, like, just being from Oregon. Yeah. yeah. What was that like growing up? Um, yeah. Growing up in Oregon, uh, it's a great place to, like, raise kids, start a family. Uh, it's like the country, but, like, people don't think they're country. Um, <laughs> so I was raised in, like, a suburb neighborhood. Town was probably, like, 50,000 people or something like that. Yeah, yeah, Um, but I had a great upbringing. My parents were super supportive of my love for the game. Right. They, you know, always bought me Jordans. I had a trainer when I was in fourth grade. What? I'm going to all the camps, all the clinics. AAU. Right. I started playing AAU when, like, people didn't even know what AAU was. Wow. So um, I had a re- great upbringing in Oregon, yeah. but... I, I like California. I like the weather, you know, what I mean? yeah, the sunshine. Yeah. That rain was a lot, you know. Yeah. Now when I go back, it's always, like, sobering. It's like, dang. It's like, right. <laughs> Especially in the winter. It'll right? rain every day. Yeah. 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 So. That's wild. Man, well, I guess, uh, what were your hoop dreams? Like. Oh, well, I always wanted to make the NBA. Right. You know, my dad. Someone said that wasn't your hoop dream earlier. I was like, I'm pretty sure it oh, was. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, some, probably, some people probably think I wanted to do what I did, but right, that wasn't right. even a genre. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, so starting out, I think every kid wants, wants to do it at the biggest level, you know. Or, or they'll say, like, I want to play college. It's like college or NBA. So um, for me, my dad put me on the game when I was two years old. Wow. I got pictures in the driveway. Like, he, the basketball's big as me. I'm holding it. You know what I mean? Right. But his passion for the game wore off me, like, right away. And then I, he got me with this trainer who I'm still friends with today oh, uh, wow. in fourth grade. Yeah. And he was the one who kind of, like, planned the foundation. He taught me stuff uh, with ball handling. He taught me, like, in and out, in and out crossover. And then I had the Iverson crossover. Right. 
I don't know if you know this, but Iverson's signature crossover, was yeah. like, that was like the move. Right. And so... I, that was one of my questions. How was it learning the Island Iverson crossover? Oh, it was, that was everything. So I was only, I literally was probably tall as this microphone stand right here. Right. But I could cross grown men with that Iverson crossover. Right. And so, like, I had an identity as, like, this white kid with handles, like, like early, early on, like, fourth, fifth grade. Wow. Yeah. So How much practice goes behind, you know? Oh, uh, well, there's no set amount. I think the more, the better. So right. I dedicated a whole childhood life to the practice of the game to right. work to mastering the craft right so that can look a lot of different ways but for me like a lot of, a lot of parents today they come to me and say like how, how much should my kid be practicing per week or per oh, day that's funny to get to where you're at and i said i said honestly if you have to find ways to try to take him out of the game because because but my parents would always be like you know you practice you're playing too much basketball yeah you figure out how to get you into other things Dang. or get you away from it right then I think you'll know, like, that's that's pro-level dedication. Right. You know what I mean? Wow. Despite the 1% that, you know, some people are just, like, 6'8 and naturally, like, super gifted. Right, Don't right, even right. love the game but can right. play big college ball, make the NBA. But mo- most people, like, the smaller you are, you, the higher skill you're going to have to have. Yeah, yeah, definitely. How does it go from learning the Allen Iverson crossover, someone you idolize, to then playing with him? Oh, so dope. Bro, I, I was like, you guys played in Asia? So dope, yeah, yeah, and uh, not only that, it blew my mind. He was like a big fan. Yeah. He was like super supporter. So we uh, basically, I remember I got the word that we were gonna be doing this tour in China, and they're like, "Oh, it might be like an NBA guest." So I was like, "Cool," you know, I did that a lot, you know what I mean? Right. But, but uh, they were like, they're like Iverson is actually is pending that he might, you know, be the headliner. Right. You play with him, so I was like, "Oh wow!" But like, part of me was like, "That ain't gonna happen," you know what I'm saying? Because he, he had retired. You know, he he still played a little bit here and there. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, next thing I know, they just sent us a flyer. This is like when Instagram first came out. It was like 2012. Right. I just got like a year before they sent us the Instagram little flyer that we need to post. And it was like me, Iverson, my homie, a bone collector, and one other right. teammate. Right, right. Oh, and, wow. Uh, it was like a full circle moment. You right, know what I mean? for it, it sure. It tripped me out. And, uh, yeah, so we went and played a tour in China. Right. Three games. I was on his team every game. We kind of played. It was like an inner squad, like some of the team was on yeah. the team our guys but uh it was really dope and it was kind of like the dream collab right <laughs> what was like i don't know what were those conversations like uh when we first got there i think we first saw iverson i don't know if it's like i think it was on a van like ahead, yeah, yeah, on, yeah on the way to one of the promos you, had, you vlogged it right i think i watched that yeah yeah okay yeah okay. and actually i was thirsty to get that footage too <laughs> And this was like before I really had my YouTube you know, oh, production okay. together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even have a team, That's you know what I mean? funny. Back in those days, I would just like try to get, if somebody recorded the game, I would either try to buy the footage from them right. out of the fee that I was getting for that game. Right, yeah. Or just ask if they would, you know, give it for free. These dudes were cool enough to give it for free, That's but like tight. I had to like blow them up, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yo, listen, I need this before I leave right. China. Don't don't have me in the U.S. trying to get you out of Dropbox. Right. So it's not going to, you know, that's over if you leave right. the site. So, uh, that's hilarious. yeah, so they were cool. They brought over three hard drives. They filmed it crappy, but I didn't care, you know, it right. Person, so. <laughs> it's crazy. Cause I was watching and like, obviously I watched your, you know, your moves and all that, but then seeing your like assist too, mm. crazy. And then mm. I'm like, cause I watched the video. I don't know who it was, but you threw it up and this dude dunked it. It was like crazy. I'm like, how do you measure that? Like, how do you know? Yeah. And how does he just end up exactly at the right moment, picking it up? I just. 
It blows my mind. It's funny you say that. Well, you actually know the game. I'm sorry. I to used see. to play. Like, oh, okay, I was gonna say you talking about assists. Whoever doubts me. You talking about assists? I'm like, we ain't yeah, playing the game. But yeah. you know, it's funny. I was. Killer. I like that you said. For me, that's a little full circle too, because I remember watching An One. Like people don't know this, before I got on An One, people think I am An One, right? But I actually was like a huge fan of yeah, An One yeah, before yeah. I got on. I, you watch Bone Collector, and then you're playing with him. Yes, yeah. Now he's like my bro, but right. but he actually wasn't on An One. Oh, okay. In that day, street ball was like so popular, like, right? Like literally rivaled the NBA in popularity oh, wow. at a certain point, right? So Bone was like a Rucker Park legend in like the truest sense of the form of streetball. Right, you know what right, I mean? yeah. And one was like Rucker Global. It's like let's take Rucker Park, the mega stream, and then let's go commercial. And right. It's a tour. You right. Know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was a huge fan of And One before I got on there. And um, sorry, what was it? Where? Oh wait, what was the question? <laughs> I, forgot. I forgot where we were at. Huh? The assist. Okay. Oh, look. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, look, thank you. I'm dead. So, 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 yes, before I got on there, I remember I used to watch my teammates, and I was like, how did they time that? Bruh. How did they time the oops? Like, I that's so like... crazy. But I realized is the talent level. Oh, like, like okay. even back in that day, because people tell me today, like, you should revamp the and one tour, start your own tour. Yo, that'd be wild. Which we're looking into, but it's got to be slated a little bit different, only because... The talent level there compared to today was like next level. Like like a lot of the guys, we'd play with NBA players and it would just be like seamless. And Dang. Then the, the way we did the tour, we'd go anywhere in the world and we'd play a pro team and not only destroy them, but put on like an incredible show. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But back to the assist thing, it tripped <laughs> me out. And what I come to learn is like growing up in Oregon, I didn't really throw a lot of alley-oops. That was kind of like something I had to learn when right. I started playing with like high flyers. Right. But, uh... It was just the tap. Those guys were so talented. And we were so used to each other's style of play that by the time we do our moves and cross our dub and drive the lane, guys are already looking to cut. Right. So you kind of just got like nowhere to throw it. But it does look like a video game. It does. Like, like, oh, is that fake? Because like, most of the time it happens. I feel like I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, maybe that's just on camera. But I mean, yeah, like like if you watch a real game, like a street ball game, obviously there's a lot of. Uh, just like regular plays that go right. into that. But no, like like and one was literally highlights on steroids. I was right. the first time I saw an one game in person, I was shocked right. at the efficiency rate. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like a lot of people see me play now and they're like, How you be cross the dude every play? Like, right. you know, going into it. But my bar was set high watching right. my, my big bros, my idols like hot sauce and wow. AO and uh, yeah, like you said, bone yeah, collector, yeah. all them so Real quick. Yeah, what's good? This is a gift from Hemper. This is their Space Jam collab. Oh, let's go. Speaking of basketball. Hey, shout out to them. Hey. I just did a Space Jam video. Oh, what? Oh, I love it. Are you it. Bugs Bunny? Oh, I'm no, Bugs Bunny. Oh, okay, I was like, <laughs> yes. Wait. Yeah, I'll send it to you. <laughs> Wait, is it out? Or yeah, no, so I did, um, <clears throat> I did, uh, I had like these custom costumes made. They're lit, like. Oh, wow. Well, funny enough, my YouTube channel actually blew up off cosplay basketball. Yeah, Spider Man was your so first. So we had like that, like I was doing that Iverson video that was 2012. Like I started in 2009. I just did like and one highlights and then games I played in. Right. But then a homie of mine, he was into cosplay, and so he was like, he's like, have you ever tried to like like go viral? Like I see, he's like, yeah, you're doing he good numbers. Asked you that. Well, he's like, you're doing good numbers. You got a couple 50k, a couple 150k. I think my biggest one was like half a million at that time. Oh, that's really good. You oh, know, I mean, I'll, I tell I'll, you the YouTube struggle. I thought we were doing great. I had 17,000 subs. I was like, all right. Oh, wow. We up there. And yeah. then, uh, so, but he was like, he knew, he was into street ball. He's a, he was like a hybrid. I'm kind of like this too. He was like into cosplay and all that, but also into basketball. That's like two sep two different audiences. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, Today right. it's more so because like Comic-Con blew up and stuff like right. that. 
but uh, it was buzzing hard online still, like Comic-Con and all that around this time. And then he was like, why don't, he's like, it's a dope, like, prank mixed with cosplay, mixed with basketball, mixed with humor, mixed with swag. He Dang. said, you should dress up as a superhero and then go play people, but don't take off the mask. Just keep it as is. No. So we did Spider-Man. Right, the first one. And yeah. that was his idea. And then since then, yeah, we've done a bunch of cosplay yeah. videos. But that's, yeah, that's kind of how those come about. How did it feel to have that Spider-Man go viral? Because I think it's one of the most watched web series, right? It's the most watched web series all time. That's, that's history. <laughs> it's a blessing, yeah. That's wild. Yeah, I give a lot of credit to my homie Rob. Shout out to Rob know, uh, Monroe. Rob set free Monroe. Oh, he's, oh, I mean, he, he, yeah, <laughs> for sure. But that's the homie right there. That was a genius, oh, Rob. genius idea. Sorry, I didn't even put that into. No, Shut it's not. No, it's different Rob. Oh. Different Rob. Dang, I was about to get so excited. Rob's are both geniuses, though. Like, right. now. now. Yeah, facts. <laughs> um, but anyway. Yeah, he, he just was really versed on, like, all this digital stuff, ahead of the curve, showed me how to use a DSLR. Oh, wow. Showed me, turned me on to cosplay. I didn't know anything about it. Right. I was like, yo, this is some nerdy stuff at that time. You yeah. know what I mean? But get, hopping into oh, it, yeah. it was, it was a, funny enough, it was a prank. It's supposed to be, like, humor. To right. me, it was just funny. I was like, oh, people like that laugh a little bit more. Right. But then, like, we dropped it, and people were like, oh, this is, like, sauce, bro. This yo. is sweat. So it got taken completely different. Like, right. I don't know. You know what I mean? But I, I'm just wondering... They're okay with basically like getting humiliated whenever you play people. Uh, no. Uh, okay. But some people are. <laughs> I'm like, cause they know they're gonna lose. I mean, every day of my life, somebody says like, "Bro, will you cross me over?" And yeah. I'm like, well, we don't have a basketball or hoop. Like, what you want to do? You know what I mean? But that's funny. So they're like supporters, but no, most right. a lot of people. And we try to go places where there's hoopers or go to hostile areas. We go right. to the hood, and then people be like, I'll bust your ass. Right. I, I can always find somebody that thinks they can beat. Look, there's probably a high school somewhere a few, blocks, in here. few <laughs> blocks away from here. We could, we could go literally go to high school. We could go to the high school team, and I guarantee you somebody on that thing would think they could beat me one on one, and they'll talk a bunch of trash. And make for a good that's video. That's facts. That's, that's super facts. Basketball is just like a very ego-driven, right. the most ego-driven sport by when did, far. When did you realize that? More so and start making videos. Oh, like, okay. to be honest, I mean, I knew early, like, just, yeah. just being in the game. But, like, now that, like, uh, the trash talk narrative of a video, like, yeah. spikes of the viewership makes it way more interesting. So right. now that we look for it, like, it's, it's that, everywhere. That's it's true. really resonates. It's crazy because <laughs> I think I watched one of your vlogs and this dude was like, He's 28 years old, and he said he's been wanting to play you since age 12. Oh, right. I was like, that's a long time. I know. This is his moment. I know. I know. Yeah, so some people are like that. They're like, yeah. I can't wait to poop against you. And then other people are, like, real abrasive and real, right. uh, you know, real competitive. Right. Yeah. Speaking of hooping, I know you probably, got, you know, good. some CBD. Stay kind CBD. Oh, thank you. Do you have pets? This is incredible. You have the stash. Yeah. This. Oh, look. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm going away. Yeah, it's Christmas, for real. Do I have any pets? Yeah, because there's some pet CBD in there. No, I don't have any pets, okay. but my cousin has a cat who brings around quite a bit, so maybe we'll holler at him for that. I Thank you. That. Of course. Uh, okay, wait, I have something to say. What were we talking about just before this? Uh, people ego-driven, basketball. Oh, okay. okay, cool. You know, cosplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I lost it. It's, it's okay. all good. It's okay. Well, I was going to ask, um, I don't know how. Oh, I got it. Okay. Ball is life. Mm -hmm. um, they actually had their game on caffeine. Talk about full circle. Like, mm -hmm. 
Like, oh, what balls are the life? chances that that basketball game is on caffeine? My show's on caffeine. I have you on my show right now. Anyways. I didn't know they were even on here. That's right. dope. And I'm loving it, too, because I'm actually in the rap battle. I watch oh, rap battle, so okay. I know it's on caffeine, too. Yeah, yeah, Drake so, has a little rap battle on here. I know. I actually wanted to go that day. I was pissed. Right. Anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm dead. Yeah, so Ball is Life. There's a cool story with them. They're super dope. I love what they do. Yeah, you know, shout out to Ball is Life. Can you describe them for those who may not know? Ball, Ball is Life was kind of the um, the first basketball media comp- media uh, company online, but really started on YouTube. Right. And basically what they did is they went and covered high school basketball. Never really had been right. dove into like that, right? It's college, had mass coverage. NBA, obviously, pro stuff, mass coverage. Even street ball, you know, through and one and all, had mass coverage. Right. So they kind of were like, they actually started out with filming street ball games. They started out. That's where oh, I met them. Yeah. Oh wow! I was gonna ask like. Yes. So so today they're like the prime time of like uh, highlight films for like everything basketball. You know, right. if you see like a LeBron James son video, like right. Bronny, like it's gonna be on Ball's Life or any AAU kid that's coming up. They they definitely have covered probably all their games. Oh, like they blew up the Ball family. Oh, you know, LaMelo oh, Ball, really? LeVar Ball. Interesting. They blew them up. Oh, for I'm sure. I'm not gonna lie. I looked them up and I was like, oh, they got. Over a million there, yeah. Oh, they kill it. Yeah. Those kids are talented. But anyway, I met the owners of Ball's Life way back in uh, 2009, and I was actually playing in a street ball game in Cali, and there was, like, nobody there. You know, after and one died down, street ball had no popularity. You know what I mean? I walk around, people didn't even recognize me. Like, whereas... Yeah, so, okay, so and one, yeah, and one went from 03 to 08, right. and then it got bought out by a big company, owned a bunch of brands, and they stopped doing street ball because they didn't really, like, know what that brand was built. They didn't know the DNA they of that brand. They literally shut it down? That's wild. Didn't re-up the ESPN deal, nothing, so we just went from, like, hero to zero. Oh, wow. And, and literally in, like, one or two years after the ESPN show was on almost every day, right. and mind you, I had, like, hired security everywhere I went. Right. Now we go to, I'm not known nowhere. And wow. so I, was, I remember playing in a game in, like, Corona, California. Oh, wow. And That's... Ball is Life owners were there filming it. And then there was, like, 20 people in the crowd. Oh, wow. Something like that. Yeah. Right. And so I went to them afterwards, like, hey, I started my YouTube channel. Would you mind? I got some of this footage. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're big fans. No problem. So, like, Aww. the dude sat there, put on his hard drive. And I remember at the time he told me he was living in a house with, like, a whole bunch of roommates. But now they're, like, millionaires. You know what I mean? They oh, my God. Crush it. So. Well, how, what year is this? This was 2009. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Damn, that's like, I can't do math. I can't do math. 11 yeah. years ago? Yeah, so, so, yeah, so 12 years ago. Yeah, so yeah. going back, <laughs> oh, shit. they're beasts. And so to see them now, like, like I don't know how, like, they kill it. Like, I went right. to their offices in Orange County maybe a year ago. They had, I don't know how many, 30,000 square feet. Right. They got their own merch company that goes crazy. Right. They've got their own street ball sector. They cover pro. They still right. cover AU. They probably got six YouTube channels that all Crazy. like smash the game. So for them to come this far is like pretty That's dope awesome. and cool. Really cool catch. Shout out to uh, Matt and Eric, the owners yeah, yeah, of Ball's yeah. Life. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of merch, yeah, what's good? We got Ball's Life merch. <laughs> nah, oh. we got a gift from Hardine if you're ever in Vegas. Okay, um, they would love to have you come by. Okay, let appreciate that. But I know this you... is what you get to me last time too, right? Some, I some did. Hardine you're stuff. Right. We got the vlog. Yeah. Oh my gosh, no, can remember. we talk about that moment, you guys? I stole the ball from the professor. Oh, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. it wasn't on camera. <laughs> and then we started filming. Them. Yeah, and then you, you, yeah. The disrespectful one is you when you hit the ball in the head. That's disrespectful. Well, that was nice. I rolled it off your yeah, head, right? Yeah, but still, I was like, wait, did this just happen? Yeah, so that's, that's off the heezy. Right. 
right. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's what it's called. Off the heat. How many yeah. moves do you have? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's a, there's like main staple moves. Like that's kind of a culture move, right? Like right. people, everybody know off the heezy. Some people are like, oh, that's the most disrespectful thing in the world. <laughs> Other people are like, oh, it's lit. That's been a move. That's been around since the '90s. If you know, if you really know right. basketball, you know what I mean? Right. Probably even before that. But right. <laughs> there's probably like. I don't know, 25 to 50, like, main staple moves that, like, have a name, oh, you know, it's, like, wow. between the legs, like, nutmeg, right. you know, off the heezy, uh, there's a lot of them, right. but I don't, I don't know how many in full, like, right. I don't know, because there's so many different combos and stuff, yeah, I think yeah, I did yeah. count one time, <laughs> I tried to count, how I got, many did you have? I got to 100, I don't even know, oh like, after that, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> it just, just comes natural, no, this is over the course of my okay. whole career, you know, okay. I've been playing since, Oh three, you know, right. almost twenty years now. But then, even oh, when wow. I was a kid, I studied the game. I studied right. my heroes. First was Michael Jordan, then was Allen Iverson. Damn. Then was like my team guys who became my teammates later yeah. on, and one. But their move bags were like crazy. So like, wow. I, I still, I still do moves from back then. You know what I mean? So it all just came like one at a time. But no, I had great, great idols that I mimicked, and then great like coaches and mentors. Yeah. Oh yep. wow. That's yep. all. Are you mentoring anyone? Oh, a lot of people. Okay. Yeah, for I'm sure. Like, you definitely should be. Oh, got to. Yeah, you know, pe- people. Actually, it's twofold. Kind of like we we talk about some people who are like just trying to build their socials. I help them with just like social uh, media, and then well, other people, <laughs> other other people. It's like like young hoopers coming up in the game, and right. now it's a lot of like young influencers trying to figure out how to how to do this thing. So oh, wow. there's so many like strategies, secrets, and insights for yeah. it that I'd be doing a disservice if I wasn't That's mentoring awesome. like youngsters so yeah yeah how do you have time because you know the youtube game is a lot uh and you hoop i just get a, I, you know a little facetime whenever i can you know okay. I mean? it's hard right right right, right. Yeah. that's hilarious how did it feel reaching one billion views uh tripped me out you know what i mean it was humbling and uh i remember only like a year or two ago i remember looking at it and it was like 600 million and i was like i thought that was a trip and i was like man a billion would be crazy to resume i was Dang. like someday and then like a year and a half later right <laughs> sometimes crazy. sometimes you'll have a viral wave though you know what i mean like if you have two or three videos that do like over 15 20 million right in like a short amount of time you, right. you sub wave and just go crazy like right. i didn't even tell you that first spider-man video i did 2013 uh-huh. i got to a million views in a week or wow. sorry a million subs in a week no you yeah, the video, that video back Wait, then. Wait, it took me a year to get 7,000. I hate that. We're going we gonna to talk. We're going to talk. Get me out of here. All right, look, look. We're going to talk. We're going to okay, talk. Okay, okay, okay. But, yeah, no, so that video did 6 million in one week. And now YouTube got really good with the algorithm. It's a lot more friendly, ask, right? I know. It, I did a vid just a little while friendly. ago. I think it's less friendly. But I think um, my content has cannabis, though. You know, there's some, no, it's not even that. Okay. There's some insider stuff that I won't say because okay. it might not yeah. be good for YouTube, but there's okay. reasons for, so like, so for example, I did a Bugs Bunny 1v1 cosplay video right. and that did 19 million in like a month or something like that. But back, back in the day, if you got like five to 10 million in a week, that was like a true, no, tr- you'll sure. know it's true virality because certain videos sometimes are like spiked behind the scenes right. or at least I have that, that no, feeling, I, you know what I mean? No, for sure the music industry. So, so, uh. <laughs> Well, I'm saying by the platform, not uh, even by not oh, even by, by the YouTube? artist or the individual. Oh, yes, okay. yes. Yeah. So if they, because I mean, you know, if if something's going crazy and they yeah, feel like they it would. benefits them on the advertiser side, like why would they? Not, you know what right. I mean? But but they're not going to oh, say that because then there's like favoritism out there or whatever. Interesting. And that's just a hunch. I don't know that no, could be no, a fact. I, that sounds very. Reasonable. So, but but they're just better at like getting videos around. Yeah. So like with six million views in a week, it was like Good Morning America, ESPN, CNN. Damn. Uh, NBC, everything. So, right. 
that was crazy, but literally with one million subs in one week. So like you can have a viral wave if you go crazy, but it's gotta be like, you know, that's gonna be a very low percentage of people. I usually tell people come with like, you know, a steady method where you can like grow slowly over right. time and that's right. that's most people's problem. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? for sure. How did that feeling compare to compare to when you were on ESPN, on reality television, becoming this and one star? Um, yeah, how did that compare to this one was rewarding because like it's like my own shit. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. like exactly. sitting That's in the true. CEO seat, it's always gonna be more rewarding. Like right. we were with M one, to me that was a dream come true at that time, but I had never really thought of like being a businessman. You know, right. I just thought of like being a pro athlete right. and then like I'm playing my idols, so like it was already a movie. You right. know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> my dream was already achieved and it actually made me a little bit for a few years I like wasn't working as hard, you know, get a little oh, sidetracked, wow. just a little unfocused because I already feel like the dream was there, you right, know? Right, right, So going, for me, like going broke and then starting new and then steering my own ship, right. building my own like business and media empire was right. always like very rewarding and definitely like in a new space that I never had envisioned. So, right. so with Am one it was like living the dream and then this was like living, this is two different right. ways, you know? Right, for sure. I think you made millions off Am one right? Yeah, and I blew it on. I was gonna ask what you blew it on. That's why I was gonna. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was never like a big, a big, big spender, and we didn't have, we didn't have like seven figure contracts, but we, we had big, we had like multiple six figure, right, 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 you know, multiple hundred thousand six figure contracts. So mine was like uh, my bill spent way too high. I know, you, know you lived in like a, in yeah, condo. Yeah, a big yeah. condo, yeah. West LA, which I didn't, even, I actually didn't own the condo. I was right. like renting it. Okay. But. Uh, that wasn't cheap, you know, I had, I had to get like crazy bins, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I remember, but I had like stupid stuff, I had like three cell phones, oh, okay. Wait, I had like what? four Wi-Fi bills. Oh Just, my god! I felt like at the time, I felt like I needed, I was like, oh, you need a business phone, like, a personal phone, like a female phone. No, it's just doing too much. Right. And then with Wi-Fi, I remember like when it first came out, you could just have the chip that was like travel Wi-Fi because Wi-Fi right. wasn't like it was on phones now. Right. So you could have the little USB, like that oh, Wi-Fi, yeah, Wi-Fi yeah. at the crib. Oh, I had two places. I had the con in LA. I had a house in Oregon. Oh, you know shit. what I mean? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, every time I went to the mall, we going crazy, couple grand shopping right. spree. And I right. just felt like it was never going to end. Right. Just being young, you know what I mean? No... My parents really like just kind of like let me like they were managing my money the first couple of years, but I didn't oh, like okay. it because all we talked about was business. Right. So they kind of just like let me go and let me figure it out myself, which it was good. You know, I ended up learned. learning a lot. Exactly. Exactly. That's totally. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, real quick, I wanted to give you some good. Mountain Smoke CBD. Okay. You said blue earlier, so I was like, um, but this is CBD, mm. so you can actually smoke. Got you. This yeah. is this is heavy. I'm a. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got <laughs> early Christmas. Thank right. you. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, so actually a huge part of the show is mental health. Um, I mentioned this earlier. I just love how humble you are. Like literally, it's beautiful. You're such an Aww. amazing soul. But yeah, how has your mental health been throughout the years? You mm -hmm. know, obviously the pandemic was a lot for a lot of people. Yeah, it was a lot for me too. I mean, <clears throat> I feel like I'm in a really good space right now, but um, it's easy with social media to get like spread too thin Yo, and get stressed out, that. especially trying to uh, regain your own ship. So I'm right. in a place now where... I've gotten better at like team building okay. and like uh, staffing and right. you know putting people uh, in places to take weight off my shoulders. Sure, so I feel like sure. my weekend, uh, sorry, my weekly grind is a little bit lighter. You have a little more balance, right. but uh, totally. it's still a process for me to be honest because I'm trying to go to new levels. It requires more staffing, right? And so trying to wrap your 
head around that can be a little stressful at times, but I'm in a good space. But yeah, during the pandemic, I ain't gonna lie, like everything took a hit, every, every industry, even because people were like, oh, you still do, you, you didn't, weren't even affected by the pandemic. I was about to say, were you? Cause you well, we, we skipped, we still hooped. Like right, I exactly. never quarantined. Ne- yeah. <laughs> What's your go-to? Where do you go hoop? Uh, do you have a go-to? Everywhere. Oh, okay. I was going to say, yeah. No, I go wherever a video is going to be dope. You know what I mean? I try oh, to go okay. to courts where there's like uh, a lot of passerby traffic. Yeah, that's why I'm always at, like, people are like, oh, you only hoop at the beach. And I was like, well, I mean, we said we hoop everywhere if you watch right. all the videos. We, right. we could be in Africa. We could be in Venice Beach. Right. We could be in Argentina. We, but uh, I usually, pl- now I plot out my videos, like, where I'm going to go, what's going to happen before, and then the basketball is always going to be real. But right. we want to go somewhere we can garner our audience. Right. I found my videos with no audience versus videos with audience. For sure, usually I love audience. Yeah. Game changer because because – what you don't realize is it sounds simple, but people are humans are interested in watching other humans react to stuff. Like that's, that's interesting. just yeah. yeah. So if you got like a crowd full of people and you're doing your thing, it even cosigns that what you're doing is that much cooler because right. these people are like getting excited and all that. Whereas like you in an empty gym, yeah, it's like yeah. quiet totally. and it just looks the same everywhere. Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. And it's better when people freak out after every movie. Need, you know? need that high energy, you know, which. You don't always get, but, you know, you hope for. Right, yeah. for sure. Uh, I'm going to read you a statistic. Okay. Um, among professional athletes, data shows that up to 35% of elite athletes suffer from a mental health crisis, which may manifest as stress, oh. eating disorders, wow. burnout, or just depression and anxiety. Wow. For some athletes, being injured and getting taken out of their sport can trigger significant mental health issues. Oh, I know about this. Right, because you, you're Kiwi <laughs> Sendin? Yeah. Can so. You talk about yeah. Yeah, so I can totally see how it is. I think for a lot of athletes, too, what's not said in there is that um, their identity is in their sport. Right. You know what I mean? So one one thing I've tried to work on over the years is like, and it's hard while you're in it, but not to make your identity your sport. Right. Um, And it's hard not to, right? Every time I see somebody, they don't even know my name. It's only only professor, so, so everything is glued to crossovers and moves and YouTube. Uh, so most athletes, like just by default, that's going to be your identity. So right. if you get an injury, right. not only are you like held up from doing what you do, but even your whole identity is like, right. you, you feel like it's sunk. For sure. But no, for me, when I had the Achilles injury, how long are you out for? I feel it, it was crazy. It happened right before the pandemic. Oh, what? Yeah. 2019 oh, for shit. me was Achilles. Yeah. 2020 is Damn. a pandemic. So. I was I stayed I was at like five million stuff I stayed there for like two and a half years because I couldn't we couldn't really get out of that right you know what I mean Dang. couldn't make bangers but that's why um yeah so they even said like like they I remember they sent me on the paperwork the doctor was like you know you have to be weary of depression and suicide oh, wow. you know could people people like contemplate suicide all the time right. like with the, with the injury that's that puts crazy. you down because you're in bed. The Achilles is going to put you down for about three months. Right. You're going to be on crutches, and then that's going to hurt your shoulders. Right. And you ain't even going to want to be up, so you're right. just going to be, like, off your feet for months. And then uh, it sucked, you know what I mean? But I feel like God looked out for me because I had mad footage, like, oh, just, like, right. on yeah, layaway. Sure. So, literally, I had footage go for, like, maybe six, seven months, and then I finally ran out. But we had, like, oh, bangers. I still had bangers, but... And when Damn. I uploaded the documentation process, I was already healed. You know what uh, I mean? Oh, okay, okay. I didn't drop it, though, because I felt like if I didn't recover back to where I was, I might as well just leave it off the books. You know what I mean? Yeah, because, like, like, if I came back 70 80% or even half as good, right. I don't want people to be like, oh, he ain't that because this injury happened now. Crazy. So I was like, might as well just leave that out. But 
it was a myth. Uh, anything I heard from anybody saying you couldn't recover, you have to change your game and all that. Wow. It's not true. Sports therapy now wow. is on a whole nother level. Like yeah. you can recover from almost anything. Like That's in the Achilles, wild. you see like Kevin Durant. And uh, he's like one of the first NBA players who had that Achilles injury, and now he didn't miss a step. You know what oh, I mean? He's wow. still on point. Most, I think 90-plus percent of NBA players who had that Achilles injury, right. uh, it drastically curved their career. Right. And mine's a little different than theirs because they have an 82-game season. They play right. every other night. Right. For me, I play like whenever we're filming. Right, right. So it's a lot less. But, right. uh, yeah, it was tough. So I could totally see how an athlete could, could suffer from that. I think – you know, for me, uh, mental health, you know, being Christian helps me a lot. Because, right. like, I tr my identity is more, like, in God, in Christ. Totally, totally. So uh, that's my outlet. But if if you don't have any idea for what it should be outside of basketball, which is right. probably most athletes. Right, for sure. Or their sport. Yeah. I can see how that would be tough. Right. You know what I mean? Definitely. Because it took two years for me to recover. Right. Damn. Yeah. What do you do for self-care? What do you like to do? Uh... To relax or self care, self care, self care. <laughs> uh, I actually like medicate with self care by like going for a run. Oh, okay. Like I live I, in Marina Del oh, Rey, yeah, that, that. so like running oh, along I the water, that. very uh, therapeutic for me. Uh, letting business just go completely and going to hang with some friends. Right, right, right. Totally, that's hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's funny because people always be like, "What do you do outside of work?" And yeah. I feel like I'll work out. They're like, "That's work." Yeah, I'm like, "Why? Well, my work is like fun, so I don't right. see it to be like work." Right. But I, yeah, I try to do things like outside of that. Um, sure. Get a massage. Oh, you yeah. know what Massages mean? are everything. Wind down, which also help, you know, helps me stay limber for like for basketball. Sure. For sure. Um, I like the beach. I go to the beach and hang. Okay. Uh, for sure, I love the beach. You know, a little reading. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, different things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any good books you're reading? Uh, at the moment, no, not at the moment. No. <laughs> I read the Bible, so it's oh, wow. ongoing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many times have you read the Bible? <laughs> How many times? Yeah, all right. Uh, well, it's like infinite. You're supposed to read that for oh, life. You know are what I mean? Yeah, yeah. If you read it front to back, you don't be like, oh, God's word was cool. You know? <laughs> like, but uh, I'm done. Yeah, for me, I'm not, I'm not as much of a reader, to be honest. I, yeah. I have a hard time finding time to like, read a whole book outside, right. outside of reading the word. You know right, is that? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, but front to back, I don't know if I ever read. I've read the entire thing, but I don't think like one in one sitting front yeah, to yeah. back. You like, you know, it's broken down to books, so you right. focus in on like this chapter in this book for this day. You know the, you yeah. know the tattoo I wanted, the verse of Philippians four thirteen. Oh really? The one everyone, yeah, because I, you yeah, know, it's I like the school. go to. Yeah. But it's all good though. You should. So what? It's yeah. dope though. I mean, that's yeah. there's a reason. It's good. Right. You know what I mean? Do you do you have any tattoos? I actually just have one tattoo. Oh, what is it? It's the it's the and one logo. It's oh, on my arm. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I actually got it in uh, 2006. I broke my foot. Oh, wow. So I was super bored. <laughs> and uh, actually, I think I did go through some depression at that time oh, a little wow. bit. I was, yeah. This was like 15 years ago or whatever. Right. But yeah, I got a tattoo. And then I never, I'm like the only person to get one and stop. But I stopped right. because I feel like uh, from a branding standpoint, it made me look older. You know what I mean? For oh, me to wow. look young. Was, it's, especially back then, it was like it was a better marketing play for me to look oh, like okay. more young. Yeah, yeah. I'll I tell you, I'm nerd basketball. I you was know what I mean? Say, yeah, you're very so the strategic. the mashup from like big, huge athlete versus me was it's like a David and Goliath thing. So if yeah. I was like all tatted up, I don't think it would have resonated the same. Okay. Or at what, least in that season. That's right. What tattoo would you get? Now? Yeah. Oh, uh, if, if, I don't know. I always think about it and then I lose the thought and I, I think, uh, you know what I mean? But I contemplated like, um, I don't know, a few different things, right. like some verses, some some Japanese writing, right. 
I never act on it. I don't know why. You know? That's funny. Yeah. Uh, speaking of M1, what would you say is your favorite part of the M1 tour? The favorite part? Yeah. Oh, dang. Uh, what was my favorite part of the M1 tour? Maybe all the traveling we did. Okay. You know, a lot of people saw the ESPN show, which documented our uh, summer tour during the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the summer. That was a U.S. tour. Yeah. But uh, we actually would travel the world. The off time, and one was in, licensed out in like 40 countries. Oh, wow. So we would always like go to those markets. So getting to see the world, now I can say that was the coolest part. Back then, if you would ask me what was cool, it was like, you know, it was like partying. It was like <laughs> playing in NBA arenas. was really right, like, right. like playing in Mass Square Garden was wow. super cool. Um, meeting A-list, you know, right. my favorite athletes, A-list right. celebrities, I would have said at that time. But I think zooming out now, looking at it, it was like uh, seeing all those cultures around the world, yeah. making friends with people in different countries. For like sure. That was really cool. That's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, yeah, do you feel like, I don't know, Am One is a lost art nowadays? Uh, well, Am One was a company. I would say oh, okay. Street Streetball street street right, right, right. is like, yeah, it's like a lost genre. Right. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. Like, <clears throat> I think I, the way I look at it is it's just all basketball. Right. That's you know what I mean? True. So people re, uh, will label me as like, oh, he's like street ball or like he, like he plays this different style. But right. to me, it's all basketball. It's like how flashy do you play or not? Right. You right, know, right. but yeah. uh, the art of actual like street ball, like like Rucker Park right. or like like leagues and stuff right. like that is not as prominent today. They're. Uh, like a pro-am game if you go to like rucker in the summer right. it's like a f just a few people in the stands it's, it feels like a summer pro league right i was yeah. gonna ask if you could describe the energy at rucker's park you know it's funny uh i actually never actually played at rucker park Wait. no so so rucker i played on a and one which is like the commercialization of oh, street ball okay. now mind you like all my teammates were rucker legends okay. and like the, it, it was kind of formed from that yeah, the, yeah. the original guys right then they incorporated basically the best players from every city so you right. got like the dude who's the man for streetball in Philly was like AO. Right. The couple dudes from the South who were the man was like Hot Sauce and 50. Then you right. had like Sick with it was like the MVP of the Drew League on the West Coast. And right. then so they started to make this like uh, US team that was like the All Stars. Yeah. And for me, I just tried out on a reality show. And next thing you know, I found myself like winning a contract. So <laughs> for, uh, for me, like going to play at Rucker wasn't even in my scope. Uh, and then we actually weren't allowed to oh, wow. because the right. it, it, it ran. The Rucker runs during the summer, right? right. New York's cold in the, in the off months. So we were on our tour. But when we were in New York, I remember we were going to go to the Rucker and play. And they said, don't do it because we played Madison Square Garden the next night. Right. And so they felt like, hey, A, we don't want you to get injured. B, you, you playing for free. And, like, at that time in the streets, people, it was, like, serious competitive. You know what I mean? Like, right. now, things are so much more slated for, like, views and business. Right. Back then, it was just for the the pride of the game, like, people wanted us to play a Rucker, so they feel like they could, like, bust our ass right. and then be able to tell people, like, oh, them dudes ain't even all that. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> so they didn't let us, but we would go to crash the courts at a time. So by the time we did crash the court in New York, right. we played at, like, Kingdome, which was, like, a hot, it was hotter than Rucker at that time. Okay. Yeah, Maybe. so I played at all, all the courts. For, some, for whatever reason, though, Rucker, by the time we were doing it, kind of, like, died out a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Well, I have another gift. This is from Al Capone. Oh, what's good? Real quick. Thank you. Of course. Oh, a little tea? Yeah. What's good? Uh, Look like tea. We can pretend it's tea. We're going to pretend uh -oh. it's tea. Yeah. You're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> nah. Of course. Um, I want to ask because I think I was researching and you actually came to LA. You want to act? I did. Yeah. And you did an Adam Sandler movie? 
Recently, yeah. Oh, that was recently. Oh. Yeah, the oh, Adam no, Sandler Fer- movie. Will- yeah, so Will Ferrell, okay. that was 2007. Why didn't that come out? No, no, no. Okay, okay. okay so here's I what guess, happened. Yeah. You're, you're accurate always with this, like, a little out of order. <laughs> so I moved to L.A. I actually came to L.A. in 2006. Okay. I still have my place in Oregon. Right. Um, but I had this script to be the lead role in this film. I had it since 2004. This dude was super cool. He really knew basketball. And uh, he wanted me to, like, play this lead in this movie. And right. I, I never thought about acting. I was the kid that, like, I was too shy to give a speech. I would shake, like, yeah. holding my notes. And I gave Damn. a speech in school. I would, like, my hands would be shaking. Crazy. So I definitely had never thought of doing anything like that. But at that time, I was like, cool. Like, let's try to expand. Let's do it, you know? Right. So I took, like, six months of acting lessons. By the time 06 rolled around, they had funding for the movie. So oh, I, okay. I came here and I shot it. And uh, it was great. It had, like, A-list cast, but it never came out. That's wild. That's yeah. so wild to me. I'm yeah. like, how often does that happen? All the time, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not as much with like when you have like a huge cast like that, right. but it but it does distribution very hard to come by. Oh, okay. Like I've been a part of projects with other A list casts and didn't never got distribution or it took like five years to get distribution. That's wild. Yeah, so but these are like indie movies, you know what I mean? So yeah, we shot that movie and it never came out and I think they they wanted like the big box office release, and they had a whole bunch of offers for distribution. Those you know, select theaters. Amazon wanted it to be the lead off movie for Amazon Prime, the oh, first one wow. ever. Passed on that because digital seemed weird. You know what oh, I mean? Oh wow! And then I think you know you get like years past that. Those that producer, that writer, they've done other projects, and then it's just not a priority. You know, like I feel like the movie was like okay, but it wasn't like as much of a banger to where they're like, no, this is coming out no matter what. Right. You know what I mean? So it just got shelved and deprioritized, and then right. here we are. Who did you on. play? Uh, I played this character named, like, St- Sticky. Oh, okay. I was, like, a young kid who I was in and out of, like, foster care. Oh, wow. And I think that was one problem with it is that, like, it was uh, all about, more about foster care and only okay. a little bit basketball, but everybody right. knows me for basketball. Right, exactly. I sat and I watched it with, like, some execs at uh, William Morris back in the day, and they were like, man... This whole movie was like this basketball scene right here. <laughs> we, we do we release this tomorrow. Dang. So I learned a lot though. I learned yeah. a lot, and so now like full circle, I'm working on a yeah. couple films trying to like redeem from that. Yeah. But the semi pro with Will Ferrell, yeah. I just went to an open casting. I literally went to open casting. I tried out, and I got picked to do that movie, and oh, that wow. that came out though. So that's oh, yeah, yeah. came out '08 or '09 yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah. But it's semi pro. People don't even know I'm in that movie, but yeah. I was actually, I boxed out Will Ferrell for the game-winning free throw. Wait, but, that's awesome! Yeah, I had this wig, though. My oh hair my went down God, to my shoulders. No, you didn't. Yeah, so, like, when I show people, they're like, yo, I didn't Wait, know. why did they put a wig on you? Well, because I was supposed to play, like, a, an NBA player from the 70s. Oh, okay, I was on okay. Andre 3000's team, the Spurs, in oh that movie. Oh, my God. If you watch, people will see me uh, on this one scene. Uh, he trades teams in the, in the movie. He, he like leaves our team, the Spurs, yeah. and then he goes to Will Ferrell's team. Oh my god! As he walks away, like leaves our bench, there's like three of us on the team standing in the back, and we're like, "How you gonna leave?" You know <laughs> but if you, if you watch that scene, you'll be like, "Oh, I do see him." So. That's so funny. Yeah, but that was just that was just like I went to an open casting and like right. got the gig. Yeah. That's crazy. That's yeah. awesome. Thanks. I love it. Uh, oh wait, where's Q basketball? Should we? Oh, no, oh let's go. What we oh, got? Yeah, Hoop yeah, gift yeah. going down. Oh! oh. <laughs> Outtake number one. Wait. Wait, I literally was like. <laughs> <laughs> did you grab it for me? Wait, how did I miss that? That, that was like a think how fast did moment. I miss that? 
You were going for the Wait, toss. He was yeah. going for the chest pass. Wait, we practiced. No, hold up, hold up, Shirley Temple. We, Wait. We get you together over here. This fell down. I'm so dead. Wait, we got, I was gonna make, thank you. No I problem. was gonna make this really sentimental and be like, what uh, do you feel? It's not a gift. It's just what okay. do you feel when you hold the basketball? What do I feel right now? Yeah, but that just ruined everything. But it's okay. It's all good. No, okay. look, we're still here. Yeah. Wait. Okay, we're good. Creativity. If I feel this, I get the feeling of like, oh man. I'm about, to, I'm about to go people. crazy yeah. right now. Whoever, I feel bad for whoever's standing right here. Right, right. <laughs> I was like, if we actually had a hoop, that would be amazing. I know, but it's all good. I was like, someone had it in the car. I was like, bring it. We'll get you that B-roll, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. That's hilarious, man. Well, real quick, I want to touch on the NFTs you did. Sure, shout please. Shout out to Robert in the building. Yeah, shout out to Robert uh, Lugo, yeah. the genius behind the... Yo, you were crossing up Donald Trump, Kanye yeah. West. Who else you... The Rock. The Rock. Gary V. Gary V. Who else? Mark Cuban. Do they? That's hilarious. And that Mark Cuban seen it. it Rob, oh. It's Rob's homie is Mark Cuban, so he what sent did it he to say? him. He said it was cool. We wanted to give him one. Uh, <laughs> it was cool. But yeah, how was it making NFTs in the whole process? And should I be up on it? Because you were there. I was. I was. It, she she I Shirley brought, was at the shoot day. I was, and I brought Slim, my dog, who's not here. Yeah, no, it was great. You know, I was really thankful to. Um, Robert and Sam of Rising Star, right, right. they they kind of like put me on to NFT, the NFT crypto world in general. You right. know, they show, but they also put me on to kind of like what the metaverse is going to turn into. Like Sam, Sam told me, we met a year ago, homie Sam told me that we were going to wear glasses that's going to replace our phones and then augmented reality is going to kind of like be the thing ongoing. And I remember being like tripped out by that and he was talking about how like, everything that's in the augmented reality, which is like the metaverse, you know, everything's in there will be NFTs and like, there'll be like real estate in there and all this other stuff. It's like, kind of like blew my mind. And then right. he showed me, uh, what was dope is like, we were one of the first, the first ever or one of the first volumetric we were the first. first ever. This is why I wanted to do it. I don't care if it failed. I don't care yeah, what happened. Yeah. It, it didn't, but it went yeah, good. But, right. but, I, but I didn't it. care. I signed up right away because being innovative and being the first ever volumetric, totally. uh, capture nft was dope and what that is is okay. like you stand in the middle of like this green screen this 360 and it's like hundreds of cameras on you as right. you do stuff so that literally like you could take your phone or our glasses we, we would be able to do this in a year or so wow. and like you'll be able to see that nft like you could walk around me i'll be you could put me on this table doing the move and you could yeah. walk around it and see it in real time almost be like i'll be in the room wow so the fact that the the technology was so cutting edge uh, made me want to do it, but it went great, and we did it with Crypto.com. That was the dope part. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? We, we were like, I'm, I was small to be on that big of an exchange, like, oh, wow. right from the gates. So, really? uh Yeah, so it was lit. Did, how, how are they doing? What, the, the NFT? Yeah. Oh, it went crazy. It was, yeah. it was great, and a dude actually won. <clears throat> he won 20,000 cash. We picked one random winner who bought the NFTs to win 20,000 so cash and then fly here and hang with me, so he's actually coming here this weekend. So. Oh, my God. What are you guys gonna do? Uh, it's actually a surprise. I don't want to uh, leak. I don't want to leak it for him, but uh, he he he's gonna have a good time. Yeah, that's so dope. Yeah, I love that. So that was fun. I love that. Is there anything else you want to plug that you got going on? Uh, check me out YouTube. Right. You know what I mean, the Professor Live. Live. Uh, everything else, Instagram, TikTok, all that at the Professor. Um, shout out to Shirley. Thank you. Know you. Wait, we're not done. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Well, first, I wanted to give you this gift. 
Let's go. Heavy. What is this? I thought this was an Xbox. What is this? I'm good. Who else thought this was an Xbox? It looked like when I got it. Fat Boy. Fat oh. Boy was on my show. He's oh, like, okay. this is a gift from Student Glass. Okay. You know, it's, it's a um, gravity bomb, but it turns into a hookah. Wow. So, you know, if you have friends that like hookah. This is a good pack. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm, yeah. look, now I'm on branded products and stuff. I'm into packaging. Right. I'm like, this is their y'all did y'all thing with the packaging right. on this one. So. This is their collab with uh, Burner and Cookies. Wow, legit. So, yeah. Legit. You know, Thank you so much. Of course. So we're going to end with this little spitfire round called Shirley's, or Temple 10, sorry. Okay, okay. okay. All right, you ready? Yes. All right, favorite emoji? Favorite emoji is the sunglasses smiley face. I like yeah. that. Favorite snack? Um, Buffalo Blast Doritos. Ooh. It tastes like wings. Oh. <laughs> Nobody know that one. It's a sleeper. Yeah. Damn. Favorite song at the moment? Mm. Um, <laughs> Kanye, uh, the jail, jail with him and Jay-Z. Ooh, I'm going okay. to jail tonight. Yeah. yeah I like that. <laughs> top three basketball players of all time. I feel like you answered this earlier. How can I also? Oh, my favorite top three or who are the top three? Let's, you, you named your favorite, so let's do who are the top three. Top three all time. I feel like it's like always changing, but yeah, I think right. I think uh, gosh, it's so hard. But I would say uh, Michael Jordan, For sure. Kobe Bryant, LeBron James. I was gonna ask if you're gonna put LeBron in there. I don't think you can go wrong. You know, some people I think like uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar being in there is a is a good argument just based off his championships and MVPs. Okay. And yeah. He's still like I think he's an all-time leading scorer still. Right. So he's a good argument for the goat. Some right. people say he's better than Jordan and like. It's not a bad argument. Right. But I put those three. For sure. It's so skilled. All three are so skilled. You know right. I mean? yeah. But so are you. Well, I'm alone on that list, but thank you. <laughs> uh, biggest fear? Uh, fear. Um, something heights related. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't like heights. I don't like uh, ocean swimming. Wait, you live by marinas already? You live in the... Well, it's the vibe, you know okay, what I mean? Okay, like, okay. you gotta go for a run and just see the water or eat at a restaurant by the water. Right, but we, not don't, we don't need to get in there. <laughs> you know what I mean? We could do a yacht every now and again, but I need to drum a mean patch. Wait, can you swim? Yeah, I can swim. Yeah. Okay. I'm a good swimmer, but... I feel you. The ocean's very big. I like the ocean in, like, uh, <laughs> Miami. It was warmer. Oh, okay. Or, like, like I went surfing in Bali, yeah. but that was lit because there's no animals. There's no right. sharks. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I that's a fear. I don't like, like, swimming sharks or right. whales. Right, right. Deep ocean, I don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I went snorkeling once and I swear I almost died. Yeah, see, I don't even want to snorkel with live so animals. so much water. Oh, yeah, it's a little tricky if you... <laughs> like, it it could be so tricky. It was so bad. And it was funny because my brother, because I slept through the tutorial or whatever, he was like... Well, there you go. That's... <laughs> He's like, you did that to yourself. And I was like, I'm literally miserable. All right, anyway, sorry. I feel you. We, we'd be on the sidelines <laughs> chilling, watching, like, yeah, y'all do y'all thing. Right. I'm going to get a tan. I right. try to. Exactly. Uh, first thing you do when you wake up? Ooh, um, go get coffee. Oh, right. Came with the... Now, yeah. Right. That was 5 p.m. Dang, did, was that your second one? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. No, I just started drinking coffee. Oh, okay. You like it? I, I love it. Like what it. happened is I, I took uh, too much ibuprofen during oh my, my uh, <laughs> this is a funny one. It wait. actually, okay, so I want to clarify this. Yeah, wait. On my Wikipedia page, it says I had a, a drug overdose. And I'm like, what? But I realized what it was. During a podcast, 
Oh my god. I gosh. said that I overdose on ibuprofen, which is true, but like it Wait. was because they gave me this big uh Oh, the big pills. High dosage yeah, because yeah, yeah. um it was either that or the the narco, but I can't do hard drugs. Right, I get same. nauseous. I right. can't do no. I feel you. So I do everything off Tylenol or yes. ibuprofen, any surgery. How much did you take? So, no, the problem was I took oh. the regular doses, but oh. I didn't eat. Oh. I had like some pretzels, but I was like, dang, I guess I got to eat a meal with that kind of doses. Yeah. So I had to go to the ER. Oh, my god! It was a mess. So I said that I OD, but I didn't like OD. Right. I, never, I never did drugs in my life, like right. no hard drugs. So. Right. I wanted to put that on record, right. but that, but no. So it messed my stomach thing. lining up. So uh, I started taking drinking coffee. Oh, that helped. Well, I'm well, help my bowels get in order. Uh, okay. I'm good now, but like okay. I, I like the vibe. So right, yeah, anyway, yeah. new I, coffee drinker. Right, Have you, you should try cold brew because that shit is bomb. I heard. That's what my cousin said. <laughs> anyway, that that's all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, celebrity crush. Uh, no, I don't have a celebrity crush. Yes, you do. I literally don't Growing have no celebrity. Dang, who's my celebrity crush? Uh, oh, growing up? Yeah, or just in general. Or oh, just... growing up, like Pam Anderson or something oh, like okay, that. You okay. know what I mean? Like yeah. back back on some 90s vibes. I don't know. Halle Berry. Right. Yeah. Who else had Halle Berry on my show? You guys remember? Maggie? That was probably a lot of people's no. back in the day. Who's that Halle Berry? Dang. I don't know. She's still pretty now. Yeah, facts, facts. Yeah. Um, favorite sex position? Oh, man. Uh, no comp. Pass. Dang, you Pass. have one question I wanted you to answer. Pass. You know what I mean? We... All right. We'll keep it classy. All right. <laughs> Come on, YouTube. You feel me? It's no? a secret. All right. All right. All right. Uh, dream person to play one-on-one. Ooh. Um, I'd love to play one-on-one with Michael Jordan. Ooh. Uh, you know, Michael, you Michael, Kobe, or LeBron would be lit to play one-on-one against just to feel what it's like to play right. the, the best to ever do it. Because right. those are some of the best defenders to ever play, too, right? right? Arguably, right, right. those are the three best defenders of all time, too. Right, right, right. So I couldn't guard either one of them, but I would love to go against them and see what it's like to try to do what I do against right. them. Because I believe I could, I, I'm not going to, like, get buckets like that, <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shake somebody up right. for sure. I don't care who right. it is. That's how I feel. <laughs> is that what it's called? They're going to be pit. They, they're going to go straight to football. we the off yeah. easy, but... No, I think I would get some moves off. Yeah, I, that's yeah. not saying I could finish because, like, Michael yeah, yeah. Jordan, even when he got crossed over by Allen Iverson, best crossover of all time, right. he still Dang. recovered, almost blocked the shot. Right. You know what I'm saying? But Crazy. I do believe that I, the way I pick apart the defender is different than any oh, wow. different NBA, different than anybody. So I think I'd get some moves off. Not that it would matter, but it would just right. be fun. Yeah, yeah, I'd get yeah. my ass busted, but it would be like, that's cool. That's the point, right, to have fun? That's it's the experience. Right, right. Well, we vlogging it too, though. Right. You know I mean? we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you're like, we, we definitely can go Imagine viral. Imagine if the footage got was corrupted. <laughs> oh, lost. No, no, no. I'm getting eight, eight cameramen. Yeah, right. like, I'm hiring these guys. These guys right, gotta come exactly. too. You know what I mean? That's hilarious. Uh, last question. First thing that comes to mind, the professor. First thing that comes to mind. Yeah. The professor, with the name you're saying. Just the professor. Oh, uh, I don't, YouTube. Oh, okay. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what are you saying? What are you saying? Oh, What's just the like question? first thing that comes to mind when you think of yourself. Oh, when I think of myself? Yeah. Oh, what comes to mind? Dang. Um, a lot of pressure. I think about brand expansion. When I think uh, like the brand of professor, oh, I always, okay. I'm always, because my day in, day out is like, how can we expand? Right, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. So that's what I think about. I was going to say, when you picked up the name professor, because I know it was because you were schooling people on court, like, did you just step into that? And you were just like, I, this is, like, empowered by it? Like, I feel like I would be like. I was, but 
I didn't. The, I actually didn't like the name at oh, first. Oh wow! So, yeah, because I was like, "How does that fit me?" But I was, I was young, you know what I mean. Right. So, uh, I got it my first and one game. I was actually going back and forth with, I think, hot sauce actually at the time. Oh wow! And, Wait, but wow. but it, it, to me, it was a movie because pe- the crowd was so lit back in the, back in the and one era. I don't know if we'll ever see that kind of like excitement right. with basketball. Right. They were going berserk. Yeah. So. He came down across me. I like, I like touched earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Went down, but then I yeah. came back. The crowd, I didn't really shake him, but they more so like that. I wasn't scared. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Coming back to it. So, right. Boom, boom, and I scored a few times uh, right. in that game, not necessarily on him, but um, then I remember I got that name during it. He's like, right. you know, and I was like, I was like, I told my brother, like, he called me professor. Right. What did he say? <laughs> professor. Fact. The hell does that mean? You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, it just grew. You know, yeah, it grew yeah. on me, so. For sure, I yeah. love it. Man, thank you so much for coming on show. Oh, yeah, home. thanks so much for having for me, sure. you know. Super appreciate it. Also, you asked me if I wanted to want to shout out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I just want to say shout out to uh, Crypto.com for that recent uh, NFT drop. Oh, and wow. then stay tuned, another drop on the way. Yeah. Okay? Another NFT drop on the way, hopefully before the end of the year. And then uh, check out my clothing brand also, Global, Global, Global Hooper. Hooper. I meant to touch on that. GlobalHooper.com. That, you know he got saying? this fly reflective shit, y'all. Going off. Oh, yeah. I took a picture. 2099 like, collection. Yeah. Yeah, the NFT That's drop it. that we're doing is like a spinoff of that, so I'm oh, excited. Lit. I love it. Man, thank you. thank you so much. Thank you. Love you. Awesome. What's up, everybody? Professor here. We out here in Los Angeles. I'm chilling with Shirley on Shirley's Temple. Be sure to tune in. You better give that sub, too. Hey, yo, back. Subscribe to my YouTube host. Yes, sir. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.